0: Welcome to the Small Business Big Moves podcast, the podcast where innovation meets entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Tom Bennett, and we'll explore all things business growth, from business funding and business tax credits to conversations with leaders who have grown successful and innovative businesses. Welcome to the show. My guest today is my man, Jared Powell. Jared, I'm excited to have you on the show if you wanted to uh, introduce yourself to the listeners out there.
1: Hey Thomas, thanks for having me. Um, Yeah, like you said, Jared Powell, I'm the owner of Prova Solutions Incorporated. It's a solar sales and cleaning business that I started back in 2020. Um, We've been rocking ever since then and have been pretty successful with uh, our model that we've been running for those three years.
0: Awesome. Excited to have you on, Jared. Yeah, and so today's topic will really, uh, like I said, talk about innovative small businesses, uh, a little bit about the R and D tax credit, and then some of the uh, the powerships of partnerships as well. So let's jump right into it, uh, John. I know you said you started the business in um, in 2020 in the solar industry. Um, obviously, we know kind of what, what was going on around that time. Um, I get what what made you get into the business or uh, get things started at that time? Yeah.
1: So I've had solar experience for over seven years now. um, And I've had a conversation with a guy yesterday who was in that same spot in Apricot. And he said, uh, if you've been in that long, you're basically 30 years in solar. And it's a long, a long time to have been in that that same industry. There's a lot of regulations that need to be placed so that there's not a, a lot of issues that keep persisting in this industry. But the main reason I started on my own self was because I thought that most of the people we talked to that we did regular sales with over those last couple of years before I started, a lot of people asked if the cleaning service was something that they were going to be including um, or if we could point them to somebody. And I had no idea who I would even give that to. Um, I didn't know it was an important thing. That they should probably be doing with their panels. And it makes a lot of sense because if you're going away from your, your local utility, um, you now no longer have them to be the ones to do the fixes and maintaining. And um, a piece of glass that gets dirty is as shade. So we decided that we would focus on getting some really good data on what it is differentiated from having you know your panels cleaned um, versus them staying the way they are, dirty for a whole year. And we saw some really good results as, as a result. The data was staggering as saying like 10 to 12%, 15%, usually on average of get back from production up to, I've seen a hundred percent during fire seasons when we have nothing but clouds in the air of just dust. Um, So we got innovative and started in 2020, mainly because a lot of people were weird about having us in the home. So usually when you do solar sales, you go into somebody's home and you go over their finances, you go over everything with them and you've had some experience with that. So you know how that's like. But people didn't want us in their house. Every door we opened, we had to be with a mask. And, you know, it got really hard to get solar sales and I needed something to make some sort of money. Um, And I already knew a lot about that. So the marriage of I have to go make something out of nothing and I feel like that's an underserved market. Uh, and we went and started with a couple of roofs, just did some networking. Hey, we're not coming to your house. We're just going to service your panels
0: and see if it gives you something back. And it did, and it took off like wildfire. Absolutely. No, that's exciting. That's uh glad you could come on and share that story. I know um, we've talked about it a couple of times, but taking a minority um, kind of innovative or turning into a more innovative industry and really kind of taking it to that next level. I mean, it seems like everyone out there right now is – inner getting into the solar industry i know um uh, i was in it i think about 10 years back before it was um as exciting as it is now back with um solar city but see, i mean that's a great point like back then you're not you don't really think about the cleaning or everything that goes into the panels you help the homeowner get them installed um service them and what needs to be done but you're not you're not necessarily thinking about oh these should probably be cleaned um especially like you mentioned with um with the fires and clouds and everything that, uh, definitely becomes a big need. So uh, you could share that. Yeah. And, I appreciate um,
1: that. Yeah. The branch of service was just uh, it was just not there. Um, and everybody, I had to just tell them, I mean, I don't know, use a, a spray gun on your hose as an attachment just hit them with it. And uh, I thought that was good enough. And I think every rep that I've ever trained or have I've ever come across, they've been asked that same question and new guys come in and they go, Hey, do we clean them? And everybody asked about that. And, you know, just, why not me why not just go do that and we turned you know a jetta with a couple of pieces of equipment into a mobile machine that made you know a service and now we have three trucks and
0: a couple of employees and plans to move into a different state soon definitely exciting stuff um and you said that really just started with the idea of you you were in the industry and kind of talked to a couple of people and got that idea hey we can have a solar company but also the um service and cleaning side of things as well and just kind of took off from there, right? Yeah, it was all, and you know, I was like, why why not add uh,
1: something that seems to be an almost a necessity and let people know and educate people, be the educator on the product. You become more of a voice of um, authority when you have, a, you know, knowledge like that. Oh, well, people are saying we should, you know, I don't know about cleaning them. I don't know who would do that. Now I have no hey, here's metrics, here's data, here's what we've done, here's what we've seen, Um, and you become an expert and people want to share their uh, products and their successes with their friends and family um, when they see that an expert is going to be taking care of them.
0: Absolutely. And you said, so your approach was you were able to kind of go out there and um, knock on people's door, visit people that already had solar. Maybe it wasn't necessarily – a deal that you guys or your company did, but you were able to kind of go out and service these companies that already had solar and probably didn't even realize that that was an option that they had as far as the um, cleaning and service aspect of it. Absolutely. Um, And I think when we finally started
1: realizing that, okay, now we've become this voice of, Oh, this is how you're supposed to take care of your panels. If we saw that a house hadn't had enough panels or, They started using more and were getting true up bills. That was a another way for us to service them by saying, "Hey, so how bad is your true up?" And when we started seeing a thousand, three thousand, four thousand dollars a year in true up, where you're the whole point of getting solar was to try to even that out. Now we know, okay, cool, we can add a couple more panels to your home and actually take that four thousand to two thousand, that one thousand to five hundred, like basically chopping that in half. That gives us another avenue of making revenue, but. It's also, again, all client focused to service them and get them into a position that where they're actually having success with the product they thought they were <laughs> buying that was supposed to put them there in the first place. So for most people we've talked to um, who are still just doing only solar sales, a lot of people like the idea and think that it's worthwhile and think people are really starting to catch the vision that, oh, wow, we can now become an all-inclusive business uh, where we really do sound like experts on the product. Um, so a lot of people are gravitated to calling us and saying, hey, would you help service our clients here? Would you send out trucks? You know, in this neighborhood, we have seven people we want to go and service.
0: Those are those are calls that we get often and we're we're really liking the movement. So, you know, that, that's exciting stuff. And it's um, definitely something that I think, like you said, it's a matter of time until all these companies start kind of catching on and realize this is something we need to do before. Because when you think about it, it's, all these clients that got solar with another company, Jared and Prova comes knocking on their door and shows them this new solution. Well, now you figure when when they go buy their next property or talk to their neighbors and friends, now they're just gonna want to go get solar, do your company because they didn't even realize this was a solution. Hey, we got this one stop shop right here. I think that, that's a that's a huge benefit to these people. Yeah,
1: and all from a Crazy cockamamie dream of hey we um we know that people are asking for this people want this um, I woke up at like a two, in two a.m. right before we were supposed to go to Pismo with a couple of friends and like that was like a sweating in my bed like what what am I doing and I wrote out my business plan from two a.m. to seven. Um, and then we took off to Pismo for our friend's trip at like 9am or yeah, 9am and got there and I immediately had to pass out a tent, but I knew I had something really solid and I couldn't let, I couldn't let sleep get in the way. And look, here we are now, uh, three years later, really st- still really kicking
0: and finding success and loving what we do. Ooh, you know, it's exciting stuff. And I mean, that's really the, um the whole point of why I wanted to kind of start this podcast and really shed light on some of these innovative small businesses, kind of get the word out there to other small businesses that may not be as innovative. And I know like you mentioned, we're we're talking the solar industry. I'll go back to that again. It's already um, been leaning towards an innovative industry. And then you come up with this idea to really just think bigger, think deeper and really find a, um, Missing hole or link in the business and grow something, and I think that just shows that it doesn't matter what industry you're in, um, there's always something that you can do out there, build, or um, even just find find something that needs to be improved. So I'm glad to see what you guys got going on. Absolutely, I appreciate and, that. And then with um with everything that you have been doing, and kind of obviously um. Sounds like other people are kind of catching on. Obviously, it's good to have people reaching out to you guys and service their clients. Is there anything else that you guys are um, that you guys need to do now to kind of stay on top of things, um, continue to kind of learn what else is out there and what else you guys might be able to do? Or do you guys seem like you kind of have it at a point right now where it's just um, just getting it in front of as many people? I think it's a little bit of both. I have a couple of people who have approached me with the idea: of Why are you
1: not having, you know, the money focus on a system you can put in place on top of the panels that are already there that are going to be, you know, an automatic cleaning solution that helps clean that? And so far, I haven't seen a ton that really make a huge difference um, because of the design aspect is just not there yet. I think they're in really baby form beta ideas of how to do it where, yeah, you maybe add a sprinkler system, but as much as, you know, water is good to help clean off some of that dirt, it's almost as good as rain. Like if you have rain that happens, it doesn't really scrub into the pores of glass. It doesn't really get into the nitty gritty. And it looks almost like there's just mud on it. So I've seen a couple of systems that have been good. um, And I think that we're trying to put a decent bit of our focus toward maybe designing our own system that would actually help uh, a little bit more instead of it just being a sprinkler system, maybe doing a little bit of the actual wipe off. Um, but obviously that'll take some decent time and engineering from uh, people who are a little bit smarter than me. <laughs> so I think within time, that's definitely the idea more. So the focus right now is just trying to get as many more clients as we can because we can service a lot of people and you know, we can do one truck can do six to eight houses a day. If it's within, if it's within range, but talking to more solar companies or dealerships um, and either getting their door knockers or their marketers to start advertising that this is a service they can provide, you know, moving that account over to us, um, we take it from there. It just adds more value to their organization, not only so that their new guys can come in and start immediately making money because anybody who knows solar knows that you, you sell a deal, you wait a while to get some, get some money. But this is supposed to be able to get new guys excited about yeah i can wait for that money and still make something while i go sell a service that's worth something every door is open to them now instead of it being only houses that don't have solar on them it, it becomes a bigger broad spectrum of an asset to not only the client but to
0: other solar companies dealerships guys who have already been in the industry for a while Really, no definitely i know you um uh piggyback off that a little bit too I know you kind of talked about the um obviously in the solar industry you kind of tend to be waiting for some of that some of that payout and uh, all that to kind of start coming in but I know you faced um with launching this and kind of everything that went into it I know you faced some challenges along the way if you wanted to kind of share that or kind of walk through some of the um the problems or challenges that you may have faced and how you've been able to kind of adapt and keep the business growing. Yeah, I think
1: the biggest issue is always going to be,
0: if it's just on the sales side, it's
1: going to be who can do a good, clean install in a decent amount of time. It works with a financer that they have a great relationship with, who's willing to fund very fast after it's been completed. And that has a back end that can work on the paperwork to make sure the utilities get the client's panels on. Because a lot of funding doesn't happen until... They know everything has been I's dotted, T's crossed. And some EPCs or, you know, solar installers are are really good at getting the panels on the roof fast, but not good at getting their paperwork done. Like they have backlogs and backlogs of paperwork that if they would just do funding would get released and representatives and the clients would be a little bit happier. Or you have the flip side. It takes three, four, six months to get an install to happen. But as soon as it's done, pay is there, you know, it's, it, it's, it's a lot of hurry to hold on and, and run to slow down, um, in this industry. So finding, finding somebody who's at least able to keep that balance a little better has been a challenge for sure. Um, I think a lot of other challenges within the cleaning side, um, you can have a bunch of my guys who I've trained to go and knock on doors and talk to people and say, Hey, do you want your panels clean? But me and only a couple of people have only so many mouths that can talk. Um, getting other dealerships bought in on the idea that this is another branch of their business that they can include, they can make money on, they can you know seem like they're more of an expert and all-around inclusive. But a lot of those guys are like, well, don't you also sell solar? Yeah, we do. So they're worried that we're going to be trying to find some way to, to finagle our way into getting their clients And getting referrals from them instead, when our focus should really be on how can we service as many people as we possibly can, where we're in a very underserved market for this product. Like a lot of people just aren't catching the vision as much as they should. You know, two out of two out of ten or one out of five will say, "Yeah, no, that sounds awesome. Come show our guys," and the rest are are really holding on to their own. Um, So those are two of the biggest challenges we've had, but we've been able to per. Uh, prevail just because we just have sheer grit. We don't think that there's a reason why we should stop. When you have a product that is so good or that we feel is so good and you have conviction behind it, it's a lot easier to go, well, it's a, it's a loss for you for not working with us. It's more of a, well, we'll just move on and we'll keep going because we know we'd be adding value to you. If you don't see that, that's entirely fine. But we know that we would definitely be an asset to you and your team um, so we'll just keep on trying to find people who can catch the vision and maybe we'll have
0: some stragglers come in later on when they finally see it. Great well, you know, stuff. I know um I know it's a, when you have that like you said, you have that conviction, you know how great it is with the product and service that you guys have built. I think that's the uh the best way to build those partnerships, right? You get plenty of people that are gonna um see the vision and jump in on it. You get some people who they we're gonna look at it. this is too good to be true, or this isn't um this isn't there yet. And then like you said, and won't be too long, and then you'll have people knocking on the door and hey Jared, I should have listened to you all along, or this is I'm ready to do something with that, but good stuff. <laughs> one day, one day it'll be that way. Absolutely. And then um I know um I wanted to jump into it a little bit as well. I know Obviously, you and I have been able to connect and partner together in a few ways. I know obviously we've been able to uh, help your business a little bit with the R& d and innovation tax credit. If you wanted to just kind of jump into that a little bit on what we've been able to help you with, kind of a little more of the innovation that you've done and what that might do for your business. Yeah, so a lot of our
1: research and the money that we've tried
0: to get to
1: create more clientele or to create a better product, um has been extensive um it is obviously not as extensive as a lot of other people i mean it it spectrums obviously but to me i'm like that's a lot um and to be able to work with somebody who knows the tax code front and back who can help us recoup a lot of that when we were getting into a lot of the issues we had with the installers and some of the people we partnered with who just weren't the right fit to be able to could recoup some of that because we were trying our best and we were investing money. We did have the vision of, yeah, we want to grow. We can't take a lot of this home. It can't be my pocket money. It's got to go into the business and, and be progressive to be able to know that because we were doing that, uh, we're going to be rewarded some way, shape or form. And you guys can help us do that. It's going to be huge for us because we can retake that money back and go, cool. These projects might not have worked as well as we thought it was. Now we've got another shot. It doesn't necessarily have to come out of another round of funding out of our own pockets. We don't have to dig back into what we already had. We can get right back into this and add to it instead of, okay, we have to take it all out and try again and pray to God it doesn't happen like last time where we got some hits on the mark and we had some that were complete offshoots. Um, so those are, those are going to be super helpful and to work with people like you guys who are that you are complete experts in your field. Um, is is extremely important. You can you can talk to anybody who's like yeah, I know the tax code, but to know we're working with experts um, who have been in this for so so long and have uh, you know 30 40 years between your team in
0: experience is is incredible. Absolutely. And I'm glad we've been able to partner together and help you and I know we we've talked about kind of the excitement with um, the vision you guys have going on and how this is a ongoing credit where Every year, you're investing that significant time and money into R and D, um, and then, like you said, partnering with a company like us, where we can get you back, say, ten to fourteen percent of that spend on average, it becomes exciting to get rewarded for being an innovative business. So, definitely exciting stuff. Um, and is th- is there anything that um, anything else that I didn't ask you, or anything else that comes to mind that you wanted to cover, go over on this? Not that I can think of Um, mainly
1: just the fact that we have these ideas in place. Um, You guys have been, you know, instrumental in being able to get us to the finish line on our R and D now it's just a waiting game. It seems. Um, And at that time, I think when we actually get it back, I don't see why we wouldn't come back and ask, Hey, with with this money um, and, what we know what strategies can we maybe work on together so that we can not only double down on how much we're spending on our our own innovation but what are some better places we might be able to focus on this instead of it just being oh hey you can only help me on funding strategies are going to be a huge thing because i know my business and i love it like it's my own child but a lot of business owners won't admit the fact that looking at it from top down third person is important to do because I'm too close to the business to see its flaws. I'm going to look at it as if, like I said, if we were my child, my child's perfect. So having people who are able to look at it in an unbiased way and go, here are some ways you could probably be better. Here's some ways you can probably cut to make the fat a little less and go out and do it again. That's going to be huge for us. And like I said, more people I think should have that kind of a mindset mentality. Um, but I think that's going to be huge here coming when we
0: actually get the the credit to come to us. Absolutely, no, definitely. That's uh, that's the exciting thing too is when we put all our um, all the strategic brains uh, kind of involved with our organization. Um, obviously, connecting with each um, each client towards the end of year or beginning of next year and finding out what we can do for that previous year. And also kind of work with them to develop that plan on what they might be able to do moving forward to make sure that they're um, innovating and growing the business, but also doing the right things where they can actually get some of that back in the form of a check from the um, from the IRS. So exciting stuff. Um well, Jared, I appreciate you, uh, you joining me today. That's, that's going to be a wrap for this episode on small business, big moves. Uh, if you enjoyed today's episode, what would really help us is if you share the podcast with someone you think would va- get value out of it. And you can also hit me up on Facebook at Thomas Bennett or on Instagram at Thomas.MBennett and excited to uh, keep bringing some value to these small businesses.